This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Ever dream of starting your own business? There are lessons to learn from small business owners who faced obstacles. We'll hear from an Asian American immigrant who overcame her initial struggles to achieve success. Joy and passion and energy are the three ingredients that you need before you jump ship, you know, to start your own business. Then, America has a major long-term shortage of truck drivers who are vital to our economy. And the share of female drivers is only 10%. We'll have the story. 15 years ago, it was about 3%, and it was pretty rare. But women are more visible behind the wheel of tractor trailers now, and so it's not quite as rare, but still only 1 out of 10. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's show. InfoTrack begins after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Tens of millions of people are in the world of small business, and there are always new lessons to learn from the experts. One expert is Sarah Y.C., author of Seven Years on the Front Line, True Stories and Tough Lessons About a Small Business That You Won't Learn in a Classroom. Sarah, you had seven years of personal trials, business losses, legal challenges, and health setbacks. Let's talk about the lessons you learned in all of that. How do you maintain a healthy, balanced life while you're dealing with the stress of running a business? Well, I'm very intentional how I spend my time and what people that I allowed into my life. So to be intentional is, you know, I make sure I have seven hours of sleep, go to gym, take all my supplement. During the time when I was going through a trial, I make sure I also have a very strong support system. You know, my family and a few very close friends, my mentors, they were with me, you know, along the way. So I think being intentional and be very careful, you know, how you spend the time and also allowing the people who supported me, helping me with the trial. Now, you have had quite an education. You went to law school, you earned an MBA in business. But we also hear about people such as Bill Gates, who dropped out of college. How important is education to success in small business? Well, for me personally, it's very important. You know, I found that through education, it really helped me to think independently and make wise business decisions. You know, if I did not go through the MBA program, I would not know how to analyze financial statement. If I did not go to law school, then I didn't know, you know, how civil criminal procedure work, which helped me, you know, to be a better business owner and also a better steward, you know, how I make decisions for my personal life. So I think, you know, it's just applied to my case. You know, education has always been huge for my TSC family. Also going back to a couple hundred years ago, you know, we have scholars in our family line. So, you know, when it comes to my generation, my parents were very intentional to make sure we all receive the best education in Hong Kong and also overseas. Yeah, it says here you came from Hong Kong to the U.S. at the age of 18. You went to college here and so on. What motivated you to start your own business? You know, I actually just planned to work for someone for the rest of my life. I did not intend to start a business before my father and I started TSC. Worldwide Press, 
I had a partnership with my former employer. At uh, that time, the business that he was running and in partnership with another person, they had disagreement. You know, they were thinking of closing down the business. But I needed a job, so he recruited me to be his partner. That's how we started. You know, within the first year, we already make profit. I did tell him, you know, that the partnership would probably last for two years. I just told him I didn't know why it was two years. And exactly two years ago, he started doing something illegal, so I had to get out of the partnership. That's how I started TSU with my family in 2004. You've mentioned legal issues you ran into. Obviously, you have studied law. When should someone consider suing versus settling with your opponent? I think when they run out of all the options. And the amount that is involved is large enough to require, you know, litigations involved. In my case, my first lawsuit was in 2011. It involved 1.35 million with one of our former clients who defaulted on the amount. I spent about five months to get two different law firms to try to settle outside of court. But the other party did not want to budge, you know, or settle. So I ran out of all the options and the amount as a small business, you know, it was 1.35 was a lot of money to us. So I have no choice. And I consulted with a few of my very close mentors before I made a decision to file my first lawsuit against my former client. I heard a business owner once say that when they have a client who gives them indigestion, they fire the client. Is that a good approach? Do you want to try to keep all your clients, even if they drive you crazy, or should you let some of them go? No. I use the same philosophy when I select friends you know, in my circle. Uh, client, you have to be very selective because some clients may be very high maintenance. They're toxic. They consume you emotionally, even though on paper they give you a lot of money. You still have to make the choice of what is most important your emotional state because they can drive your employee crazy too. So for me, I made a decision that, you know, any client asks us to do things that are not ethical or the project that involved do not align with my belief. I'm a Christian, you know, uh, I have a situation that I was approached with project that contradict, you know, to what I believe. Then I have to make a decision, you know, to turn down the business. Or I have customers, former customers, they will give me million of dollar business, but they are very hostile, very disrespectful, constantly threatening to take the business somewhere else. Then I didn't need that stress, you know, so I just have to decide, you know, in relationship like this, I have to let them go. We're talking with Sarah Y.T., author of Seven Years on the Front Line, True Stories and Tough Lessons About a Small Business That You Won't Learn in a Classroom. And we are learning some lessons here today. Sarah, what would you say to someone who maybe they're working for somebody else and they've thought about jumping into small business, owning a business? What's the best way to do that? Should you try to do both things at the same time and kind of test the waters? Or do you need to just jump into it 100%? I think there are two things the individual needs to think about. You know, first of all, they need to find something that they're absolutely passionate about. Even though they may not get paid a lot of money or not get paid at all initially, they still find that joy and energy, you know, by doing that. Secondly, I recommend to save up money, you know, when they're still employed to be intentional to save up at least six months of expenses for your future business and also for your personal household expense. So I think joy and passion and energy are the three ingredients that you need before you jump ship, you know, to start your own business. How do you deal with racism in your work that you may encounter? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I have to confront 
the person who give me racial remark, if they don't stop, and I'll just tell them the consequence. In my book, my opening chapter, I talk about you know someone told me you know to go back to China. So I confronted that he would not change, and he kept making that remark in front of me and my employees. And later he came back, never apologized. Is nothing happened? So you know the consequences. You know I step out of the business. You've given us a lot of good advice. As we wrap this up, do you have any last words for our listeners about success in small business? Find something you're passionate about and persevere. For small business, you will have challenges. Whether you run a small business or big corporation, to persevere is the key, and find meaning in what you do in your life. Sarah Whitesee, author of Seven Years on the Frontline: True Stories and Tough Lessons about a small business that you won't learn in a classroom. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Next, encouraging women to become truck drivers. That story coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.